Hey, 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 everyone. This is Cheryl Gallagher with, you know it, Creation Conversations with Cheryl. Um, I am in downtown Bel Air, Maryland in my office space. It is Thursday, January the 28th, I guess. Wow, this month has just flown by so far. Um, for me, it's in the afternoon. I have a nice little break and a couple of things I've been thinking about. I thought I would just quick get on here. Um, Anchor actually confused me a little bit. This app that I have on my phone because I was looking for it, looking for it, and they changed it up a little bit. So, um, you know, I'm sure they updated it and hopefully the tools are easier, even easier to use and more fun. So I'm going to play with that a little bit too. So being stuck, um, I want to talk a little bit about that. I've been thinking about being stuck and what actually sort of inspired me to do this podcast was, well, a couple of things, you know, it was sort of coming up in my world, not for me particular, but just seeing it. Uh, and there was a meme. I don't remember when I saw it, it was a while ago and it was this donkey and this donkey had, you know, it's little, I can't even think of what it's called, a little face thing on, you know, and then the little like sort of like tether, it's tethered to this, you know, those lovely plastic lawn chairs that we have that pretty much blow away at the burst of any wind, which today is super windy and winds of change are coming. So it's going to help you be from being stuck. Um, anyway, so back to the donkey. So the donkey has this tether and you may have seen this and he's standing there tethered to this plastic lawn chair. And I don't remember the exact words, but it had something to do with like, you know, basically being stuck is, you know, limited to what you've created in your mind as being stuck. And when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. So this donkey in his head thinking he is tethered to this chair, he's not going to even try to escape or leave or whatever because in his mind he is tethered to this chair like he can't but had he just you know tried to walk away he would have realized or she would have realized that he could have easily done and desired whatever he wanted to do he could just went and ran across the field or went and said hi to this pretty little donkey lady friend i don't know so it's in our minds. It really is. And um, another little piece that kind of got me going on this uh, in the last couple of weeks, thinking about the being stuck. And it's just, if you can imagine. So I have two beagles, and I don't know if I've talked about my beagle some. And I have their harnesses on. Like I'll usually walk them in the morning. So I put their harness on, and they have their leash. And I have a few cats too. And this one particular cat, you know, sometimes he hangs around downstairs. And I put the harnesses on and I'm finishing getting ready because it's chilly here. So I'm like, you know, suiting up, coat, armor, everything. Um, wind's going. I do not like being cold, so I will layer up. So I'm layering thick and I put my gloves on, my hat, and, you know, the dog's got their harnesses on. And for whatever reason, they just like to, like, meander about and walk around the little ottoman. And as Sheldon's walking around the little ottoman, you know, little Jack, little Jack, he's actually kind of a, not a huge cat, but he's a decent sized cat. He reaches out with his paw and grabs the leash. <laughs> you know, he's playing. And 
So what I do is I, you know, I open the front door to the porch and there's a gate there. So I'll like, you know, just let them get on the porch and then I'll grab their leashes and we'll be on our way. Well, I open the door, Luna goes and Jack had his paw on the leash and Sheldon tries to move towards the door and he feels the resistance. And as soon as he feels the resistance, he just stops and looks at me. I'm like, dude, come on, you're fine. Like, let's go. And he's like, oh, but mommy, something got me. Like, I'm stuck. I really can't move. I'm, I'm really, I can't go anywhere. I'm like, dude, really? So I go over, grab a leash, and, you know, get Jack off of it. Um, and then we go out the door. So it made me chuckle. And, you know, it just made me laugh to think about the ways that we think, oh my gosh, I can't move. I can't possibly do that. Oh my gosh, this terrible thing could happen. Or, oh my gosh, this terrible thing is keeping me from doing what I really want to do in life. And so thereby I can't do it because if I do it, then this is going to happen and this could happen. And then really I can't do it anyways, because if I do it, then this is, this is why I can't do it. And then there's all these excuses. And there's this whole story that we tell ourselves that why we can't do, you know, whatever it is that we actually really want to choose. Um, but if you're not choosing it and you're not doing it, then you really actually don't desire it in the first place, first of all. Um, that's a whole other podcast. Um, but let's go back to the being stuck. So where in your life, where in your life do you feel like you have no choice? You feel like you're stuck. You have to do, you have to stay in this house. You have to stay in this particular job. You have to remain friends with this particular person. Because if you don't remain friends with this particular person or you decide that, you know what, this person, it's not working for me anymore in my life. Um, it's going to destroy other friendships or it's going to do. So in your mind, you've decided that you're stuck, right? Um, having a conversation with some of my clients. I love my clients. I love what I do. I absolutely just, you know, I don't, I just love it. I just, it's fantastic. Um, I get to decide to do what I do, right? Do what I do. Well, we all do decide to do what we do, but here's the thing. So I guess it was, it's been four years now, a little bit over four years. I've, uh, been doing, you know, my own business. I'm out my own, making my, making my way in the world. Um, you know, on my own, creating what I want to create, working when I want to work, not working when I don't want to work and being my own boss. Right. Well, previously, and I know I've said this on previous other podcasts, it's been a while though. Um, I had worked at a salon for almost 10 years. Now I was, oh gosh, go back a little bit further. Take, take another jump back. I was, um, I had my own business, massage business part-time at a physical therapy office for a little bit. And then I got a job at a salon and then I was doing classes at this community college, like self-defense classes, Native American classes, you name it, whatever we can do to just make it. You know, I was a single mom, uh, not as long after, maybe a couple years after I got divorced, I bought my own house. Um, and I just kept plowing away, plowing away. Well, so it, it took some time and at the salon I was at, you know, fast forward just a little bit now, I was, I had a pretty good book, you know, um, you know, at least about four or five people a day, uh, working about five days a week, 
doing pretty decent money-wise. You know, I got commission, I got about half, a little bit actually more, but maybe 60%, something like that. Um, you know, and usually a lot of times, you know, I would get tipped on top of that, which wasn't really nice. Well, I kept looking at, you know, people would say to me, oh, you know, Cheryl, have you thought about doing your own business? And you did it. And now I was like, well, you know, I consolidated my people from my physical therapy office after a few years to the salon. Uh, it just made most sense instead of, I put all my eggs in one basket, essentially, even though I was probably losing a little bit of money. It just was easier in terms of having to drive back and forth and creating the schedule. And it just was a little more chaotic than I wanted it to be. So I don't know, maybe about six years, seven years in uh, at the salon, you know, I'd have clients go, oh, you know, you're going to start your own business sometime. I said, I don't know. I said, probably some point I'll, I'll go back to that again. I'm just not there. I'm just not there. I'm just not there. And I kept thinking to myself, I got to get my ducks in a row. I got to do this. I got to do that in order to, um, you know, have my own business. Well, <laughs> so some of you might know, I got fired. <laughs> Wham. Clue by four. Side of the head. And honestly, it was the best gift, one of the biggest gifts of all. It really was. And I know that I had a huge hand in creating it, even though I hadn't done anything like devious or deceptive or anything, but it was kind of interesting because my boss at the time had said something to me about her mom was speaking to her. Her mom had passed, her mom had owned that salon, really awesome person, and she had passed and she you know, the, this is the owner's daughter, now the owner. She'd come in to, to work and she saw a feather and this feather, she thought of her mom and she knew her mom was speaking to her. So we had this wonderful conversation because she was getting ready to fire me. It was like a Friday night and I'm not going to get in all ins and outs of it all. Um, and, and then I sort of like talked her out of it because I was like, look, we're good. Like things are good. I'm good. And so, you know, go back just to hair. Now, <sighs> Something inside me knew it was probably time. And in my mind, I kept going, well, I can't do it because of whatever. I felt almost, I was, I felt almost stuck, you know? Well, but I was creating that stuckness in my head because here I had my kids still. I'm still, you know, I'm the sole supporter of this household. Um, yeah, I may be getting a little bit of child support, but you know, I was, I'm doing it on my own, you know, essentially. And I'm like, I can't, how can I do this? Like, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And so that would replay in my mind. And I just kept, you know, brushing it off, brushing it off. Well, so that Friday evening that we had that talk, you know, she didn't fire me. She was like, Cheryl, I was going to fire you, but I'm feeling good about our conversation. Well, guess what? Saturday morning, I'm not sure what happened, what she ate or what she slept or what she dreamt about. I'm not sure. But whatever, something spoke to her and told her to fire me the next day. And I was like, huh. In that moment, that moment, there was a sense of freedom. Even though it wasn't like wonderful to go, hey, I was fired, you know. Um, at the same time, there was such a sense of freedom. Like there was this weight that had been like lifted from me. There was, I, I can't explain it. It just was. And maybe you've experienced something like that in your life or something feels like it's terrible or perceived as terrible and it actually is a really great thing 
Now we don't always let ourselves go into that. We go into the drama and oh my God, this is so horrible and that kind of thing. I didn't do that. I just went into like, well, I did maybe a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I take that back. Maybe just a, for a moment or two, I was like, I can't believe it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I went into the story and the drama for a minute. At the same time, I started looking at it going, now what? Now what am I gonna do? And there was a calmness. There was a calmness that I knew that everything would always be okay. Universe has my back. Now, the more that we decide, well, two things. The more that we decide that we're stuck, it's gonna be harder to unstick ourselves. And then two, when we decide that we're not stuck, but we're just not making that choice to do something different, then the more we do the, make those choices, the easier it becomes. And the more calmness comes with it, because we've done it over and over. It's like, you know, you do something over and over after a while, you probably get comfortable with it most of the time. And then it becomes sort of like old hat and like, all right, I can do this. And then it happens again, maybe, or again, and something maybe in a different way. Um, and you know, living the life I've lived so far these 46 years, I've learned this, that when something looks like it's bad, has happening is actually making way for something even greater to come into your life. So in that moment where I got fired and I was like, my head was spinning, I still had this like chair event to go to and I started talking about it. And then somewhere, you know, I created a list of all the clients I could think of. I had some numbers, not many, um, and I had a bunch of them had my cards, and I knew that I, they weren't gonna tell him. Like I told my boss, I said, well, tell everyone where I'm at, give them my number. Well, we can't give them your personal number. I'm like, that's gonna be my business number, which it is. Um, but anyways, I figured people will find me, they'll find me. So there was a moment there of like, oh my gosh. At the same time, I went right to work. I was like, okay, what do I need to do to create this? What do I need to do to, um, create my own business. So I started looking at, all right, where can I go? I'd had a friend some time ago say something to me about possibly running space. This was like months and months before. And I said something to her. So like I was getting things lined up, creating a list of my people, trying to find them on Facebook. Um, if I had numbers, emails, whatever, and just getting in touch and letting people know what was going on. And some people did call me because they were trying to make appointments and they were like, wow, you just, Cheryl, you left in a hurry. I was like, well, I didn't really have a choice. So yeah. Um, and now I kept joking with people. The day I got fired, I, you know, went home, took a bath, had a glass of wine and horrible Chinese food. <laughs> um, and so the universe decided to unstick me with a clue by four. And everything has turned out just amazing. So my business, uh, I'm getting ready to start only working four days a week. I get to choose that. I get to choose when I work. I get to choose when I don't work. And somebody said to me, oh man, Char, you really work a lot of hours. Well, like last week I had uh, our clients, uh, just a couple of people that I will go see and uh, we had set something up prior and anyway, so I would go to their house every two weeks It's set up for this one particular couple to work on them. And last week they had a conflict on Wednesday, the day I normally go out and they said, hey, you know, on Monday they go, hey, is there any way you can come out Monday or Friday? And well, Monday I was working already to eight o'clock and Friday, well, I had a full book, I had five people in my book already. Um, but I was only working until I think it was 
4.30ish, 4.35. And I was like, well, I could come out Friday. Well, some people might be like, oh, hell no, that's seven people in one day and plus you're going and you're gonna drive and you know, you're gonna do all that. Here's the thing. I'm not making that choice because I have an obligation or because I need the money at this point. I'm making the choice because I desire to do this work. And yes, I I desire to create more and yes, monetarily it's been great. And then the more I create monetarily, the more that I can also choose other things in my life that I'm looking to do. Um, like building my deck and getting a hot tub this past year. Um, I'm looking the next year possibly to get a piece of land because I would like to create a place, um, you know, for people to be able to come sort of as a retreat center um, to work with the earth and to do things with the earth and whatnot. Um, So there's a lot of things that I'm looking to do. At the same time, I don't have that mentality of, I'm stuck. So let's look at your life for a second. I want you to pick a place and maybe you don't have this issue either. And that's awesome if you don't. Um, But a place in your life where you feel like you have absolutely, without a doubt, you have nothing else you can possibly choose other than this one thing. Just this one thing, whatever it is. It could be um, your your job. I have seen many clients who, uh, at least a handful, that are struggling with their job. And it's like their bodies are even being destroyed from this job because their bodies are like, no, we need to stop what we're doing here. This isn't working for us. And they got the message, but they're not listening and choosing something that's could potentially be greater because in their mind, the money, it's the money. It's, well, I I make this amount of money. I make this amount of money. And I'm like, but what is it worth to your life? What if actually by letting go of that job or letting go of, you know, that thing, okay, you have to pay your bills. Okay, well, yeah, we all do. And hopefully you've created a, a speed bump bank or something where you have something to just sort of fall back on if needed. And then, you know, I feel like you go in and just leave. Like just, I I have seen people also that are like, I'm done and they quit. And then their life became greater. I've seen it. I have experienced the whole getting fired and I've experienced other things where I've chosen and it was something greater, even though at the time it's like, oh God, I don't know if I want to do this. You're never stuck. You're never stuck. You're not like, I want you to think about it. If you feel like you're stuck, I want you to think about that donkey again with that lawn chair, that plastic ass piece of lawn chair that can be moved and you can do whatever you desire. But in their minds, we limit ourselves to this one thing. I promise you, I guarantee you, you come up to me and you tell me you have something, this one thing that you have to choose. I will show you 10 other possibilities, at least. There's probably like a million possibilities or a thousand possibilities, hundreds of possibilities. I know that we are never, ever, ever stuck. 
So I want you to think, because some of you be like, oh, Cheryl, yeah, okay, whatever. What about, you know, like with this guy, you know, or I'm married and then the kids and the house and, you know, you're absolutely not happy and you haven't been happy for like a really long time. Geez, I've seen this story. And then you decide, well, I have the kids and I have the house and like, well, I probably should make it work because if I don't make it work, then this can be really hard if I don't leave. And I mean, or if I leave, because if I leave, it's going to mean I have to go do this and then the kids and then they're going to be the... Oh my God, the stories. Yes, if you are with someone, you're married, you have children, you have a house together, is it going to be, you know, uh, like super easy? I mean, it might be actually, depending on where you are. But like, I mean, yeah, is there going to be things you're going to have to navigate? Absolutely. Things that you're going to, choices you'll have to make? Absolutely. But we have this sort of universe of like, this like limitless it's like a limit like there's like there's so many limits like like there's not a limitless universe like whoa there's so many things we could choose it's like we have all these stops these barriers in our way that says nope yeah okay but if i do this this is going to happen and what if actually that doesn't happen you know some people could have said well if you get fired then you're going to fall flat on your face or if you get fired you're going to lose all your clients if you, I, you know what? I didn't think any of that. Well, it happens, right? So I could have went into the, oh, and then the woe is me and the victim. I might've done it for a moment. You know, the violin, the cheese, the wine. Well, I did have the wine. So at the same time, I didn't. I actually went into, let's go mode. Let's see what, what needs to happen. What actions need to take place for me to be okay? Um, and let's go back for just a moment. I was telling you about the piece that I had about it. Because when you do choose for you and you choosing more for you in your life, the universe has your back, man, I'm telling you. And the more you do it, again, the easier it is to go, okay, I'll be okay. I remember that week, it took about two weeks off to kind of get gather my, my bearings. And then I worked at a friend's salon for a bit as I was getting myself together to create my business or to do my business. And um, I was in the kitchen and I was you know, doing dishes or cooking or something. And my daughter looks at me, she goes, mom, you're like so calm about this. And I was like, well, yeah, like, well, why not? And what's going to, I mean, you just, (sighs) I mean, if I was panicky and all that, I mean, uh, I don't think that's going to create more in my life. So it's like this calmness. So I could just, I knew I would be okay. I know that, you know, no matter what you choose, you're, you're going to be, it's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. It's just the perception that we have that it's not. Um, you know, I know people that have been cheated on or who have gotten divorced. Um, and they think that their world is crumbling upon them. And I'm not going to say it didn't hurt or it wasn't hard. And if you can work yourself and see past that as to what is the gift here, what is the possibility here, what is something, what is coming into my world now, then it's way different to go through it that way than in the whole, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. And again, I had that moment too. I just didn't dwell on it. I didn't sit in it and I didn't soak in it in the tub. Well, I did soak in the tub, but I didn't like soak in that abyss of like unhappiness because, oh, I, I got fired. I was horrible. I had a moment of feeling horrible and a bad person. It went away. Um, and now I look at my life and I'm like, 
damn, I should have left earlier. I should have started my business earlier. Where could have I have been now in my world? So where are you now in your world? Again, what is it that, you, that you're not choosing? And I'll tell you something. You're not choosing it because you really don't want it. Because if you want something, you just do it and you get it. And I've seen that too. If you don't really want something, you don't go after it. If you're not really sure, you don't go after it. You might hem and haul and think about it, but you don't really desire it or really want it in your life. So it's like a really quick little sort of visualization here. And I'm gonna use that donkey meme. Um, And well, sorry, but you're gonna be the donkey. (laughs) Not sorry, but you're the donkey and you're tethered. And what I want you to see you tethered to, I want you to be tethered to whatever obstacle, whatever thing you feel like you cannot choose anything different. So, all right, so find yourself either seated, nice and tall, You know, I want you to get comfortable. You don't have to like really, you know, tighten up and sit super tall, but just, you know, sit back, open your chest, take a couple of breaths in and out your nose or in and out your mouth and your nose out your mouth and just find your body in this space wherever you are. You could be laying down too. That's fine. And I want you to just be in this space for a moment. Drop any walls or barriers down that you have. Because when we're open and we're vulnerable, we can see more and we're aware of more. And now I want you to be the donkey. (laughs) I I want you to see yourself tethered to whatever it is. It could be children. It could be a spouse. It could be a house. It could be a job. It could be a myriad of other things. You choose whatever this is for you. And I want you to see yourself tethered to this. So right now, how does that sense that you're tethered to this thing? Can you feel how it is pulling you to it so that you don't have the freedom that maybe you really could have? Does it feel, what does it feel like? Does it feel like, well, you know, wow, I can't move, like you're stuck, right? Does it feel like, well, because of the way you're tethered to it, are you tethered to it facing it? Are you tethered to it facing away? Because that also is telling. If you're tethered to it facing away, it most likely is a desire because you really don't really desire it. If you're tethered towards it, you're in. Does And you're still choosing it. But in your mind, for some reason, you feel like you can't choose anything else other than this. Or you don't see where there's another option. Okay. And just like that donkey, this is your plastic lawn chair. This is your plastic lawn chair in your mind. Just like that donkey could move and could move that lawn chair wherever he wanted, so can you. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to allow yourself to go up to this, whatever it is, and untether yourself. I want you to see yourself untying yourself from this. Untie. And then take whatever tether that is off of you so that you're never be tethered to anything else ever again, that you always have freedom to be, to go, to do whatever it is. And then realize now that you're not tethered to this thing, that it's just a choice to choose that. It's all it is. You need to realize that you, you are choosing this thing. If you haven't chosen something different, you're choosing it, right? Whether you feel like you've actually made that direct choice or that active choice, like I'm doing this, or you're choosing it out of not choosing something else, you're still choosing it. So here's the thing. Look around you now. How does it feel? Do you feel more of a sense of lightness? Do you feel more of a sense of freedom or did you just tether yourself back to it again? So we always have that choice to choose that thing, whatever it is. And it could be even taking care of a a parent or a grandparent or, um, you know, again, lots of things, whatever that comes up for you, your job. And you know, you might be like, well, no one else is going to do it or I'll feel bad if I don't do it. Okay. That's, that's the story you're telling you at the same time. You're still making that choice no matter what. I had a client on my table, um, some time ago and we were talking about, cause she used to take care of her grandmother quite a bit and her grandmother was freaking mean to her, man, like mean, like some of the things she'd say to her and how she'd act. She was just not grateful for all the things that, you know, she was doing for her. And, you know, she was with her grandmother. I think it was probably at least a few times a week, at least, you know, she was taking her to the store or she was taking her, you know, appointments or whatever she needed. Like she was just (sighs) that caring and kind. And her grandmother just couldn't get past like, she's just bitching and moaning and being mean. And we were talking once and we had this sort of similar conversation and I said to her, I said, it's a choice. And I said to her, so you're doing it. So you're choosing it. And I didn't say it in those words exactly. I said it sort of how I'm talking about the being stuck in that donkey, the idea of it anyway. But once she realized that she was doing it because she was choosing it, because she was choosing to do it, even though she didn't really really want to do it. She still was choosing it no matter what, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter the reason you still are choosing it. Once she realized that it was like this weight, she said, lifted from her. And actually she didn't see her grandmother anymore. She actually works the job, but nine to five. But so the point is though, she realized in that moment, oh, I'm actually choosing to do this, even though she still didn't feel like she necessarily had a choice but she realized she was still choosing it. So once you realize that you actually are choosing it, that can change everything too for you. And sometimes it might make you a little grumpy because you're like, I'm really choosing that. Well, yeah, yeah, you're choosing it. (laughs) 
no one else is no one else is twisting your back and twisting your arm well i mean you might have someone doing that but most likely probably not you you're doing it yourself you're you're choosing to do it and you know that's what i want in my world i want desire more freedom and that's what i've created like with with my animals even with the dog door i have with the fence with um you know my kids are older now so when they're you know pretty much moved out and you know my business and now now changing it around with the hours and gonna work you know four days a week and have a few more days to do things now you know you might think oh you have full days off no actually i'll still be doing my zoom yogas and i i still do lots of stuff it's just i have some space to create something different and i had that choice I have that choice to do that. And I also have the choice to open up one of those days and work again if I'd like. I don't like being controlled. I don't like someone saying, this is, these are your only options. Because I'm going to say, F you, and it's not my only options because I believe way more, you can do way more. <laughs> yes, I'm one of those dreamers. I believe that nothing is impossible. I believe all things are possible. And, you know, so the being stuck thing is something that I, I did work on. And once I realized that, you know, I look back in my life and when I got fired and all that, that I did, I felt stuck. I felt like I was sort of stuck there. I needed to stay there because I did something different. I don't know. Well, how is it going to turn out? Was it going to be good or bad? I don't know. Like, it's so unknown and so scary. Oh my gosh, what would happen if I did something different? Well, gosh, man, like I said, I wish I chose it sooner. And where would I be now? I wish I'd stepped on my, out on my own, maybe even a couple years before that. Where would I be now? And it's okay. I'm not I'm upset at myself. or But I just look at that going, wow. So now in my life, you know, when I feel like I was stuck, you know, I was just in a relationship and I chose something different. And it wasn't easy. Um, so now I'm single. Um, and... You know, it wasn't easy because there was for a part of me felt sort of stuck. And, and in my mind, I always kept telling myself, I'm not stuck. This is just a choice I'm making or a choice I'm not making. Um, and I know for me, I needed, I needed to do something different in my world. I just needed something different. I needed something more um, than what was happening. And it was a perfect example of that donkey with that chair. Because I did feel like that for a moment. And then I realized, no, that's not true. And I had to keep telling myself that. So the more you choose the unstuckness, the more you realize you're actually never stuck. You're not in the quicksand. You're not in the, the mud. You're not stuck. You might feel like you are. You might think that you are. Or if I don't do this, my retirement, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, it's a story you're telling yourself. But it might be true. Okay, well, my retirement is going to be more if I stay in this job another 10 years. Well, maybe it's going to be gone. Who knows? Look at last year. What happened? Nothing is guaranteed. Nothing. So if you're not choosing your life, someone's choosing it for you, and you're not living. So what is it that you want to choose today? What is it you want to be today? And every breath and every moment and every step and everything that you do, each moment is always a choice. Remember that. So that's me for now. And 
that's on being stuck, unstuck, however you want to look at it now. Maybe it gave you a different way to look at, you know, that you do have free free will and choice and freedom. Um, yeah. So have an awesome day and night. And, you know, shout this out to people if, you know, you liked it. Um, send me an email if you want, EQ Soul S O U L N Bodywork at gmail.com. Say hi. Say hey, listen, all my 10 fans out there. I mean, maybe we can get to 12. I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, I just want to create something better in this world. I, I, I create something better for it's not just about me, it's about all of us. And the more that I journey, the more that I just walk my path. The more I see that and the more I just, gosh, I love living. I love creating. I, I love doing these podcasts and it's just, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So if you want to be free, just choose something different. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Au revoir. Goodbye and have an awesome one. See ya.